0: No way. Go and turn to that, please. Them yeah, and yeah, leaves. party at the bodega What up everybody, this is your man Benz Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud How's everybody doing today? How's everybody doing tonight? I mean to say Alright, let's get into it uh, I might post something on TikTok right after this segment because this is funny. Academics is tearing into Dargore and Jada Pinkett on her uh, her brash delivery on Will Smith. You see what I'm saying? She he, He's going real hard, and I think he's sipping on that Henny. He's, he's going a little too hard, so I'm going to have to post this. I already time stamped it, so I'm posting this right after the segment, but let's get into this right here. Uber driver carjacked during ride in Winter Springs, Florida. Mm-hmm. Winter Springs, Florida, an Uber driver was in the middle of a ride in Seminole County late Sunday when one of her passengers threatened her and carjacked her vehicle, according to the Winter Springs Police Department. Kyron... Peterson, 19 years old, was arrested and booked into jail for carjacking with a firearm or weapon. Grand theft, robbery by sudden snatching and battery. Mm-hmm. According to the police report, the 27-year-old woman went to an address in Oviedo to pick up Mr. Peterson, who informed her there would be a second person joining them and that they would need to make a second stop. The first stop was at an apartment complex on Courtney Springs Circle in Winter Springs. Police said while there, Peterson left the vehicle and went into an unknown apartment while the second passenger, another male, stayed in the back seat. Peterson then returned and got into an argument with the second person who was not identified. At some point, Peterson told the other man to get out of the vehicle. The woman then told both men that she would need to end the ride because she was feeling uncomfortable. That's when Peterson allegedly approached her with his hand in his pocket, threatening her, and demanded her keys, the report stated. The woman ran away. Peterson then allegedly ran after her as soon as he realized the keys were not in the vehicle. Police said the woman threw the keys on the ground when she realized Peterson was running after her. He then took the keys and drove off in the vehicle, the report state. Oviedo police located the vehicle near East State Road 419 on Oviedo Boulevard and attempted a traffic stop. Peterson briefly stopped, then drove away from the scene. He later then crashed crashed into some trees near Long Acres Lane in Oviedo and ran into some nearby woods. He was eventually taken into custody. He's being held on a total of a $62,000 bond. It's not clear if the second person was identified or is facing any possible charges. Police recovered the woman's keys, wallet, debit cards, and credit cards, according to the report. Oh, my God. Chiron! I think that's how you say his name, Chiron Peterson, all right? He's a young dude. I don't know why this is always happening. This is in goddamn Winter Springs, Florida, right? I already told you guys this. Every time I go into the Florida media scene, there's always some irrational uh, news over there. The Cowboys have beat the doggone Chargers on the final. It was a very tight game. Uh... It was very frustrating for goddamn da- Dak Prescott, but they made it through. So now they 4-2, and two, the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys. And damn, I feel bad for the L.A. Chargers, though. I, I thought they was going to make it, but they-, they ain't make it. But anyway, let's keep it moving on some other news. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what's going on. Let me see. What's this right here? Florida woman arrested after a 7-year-old child caused 911 to report her drug overdose. I don't know if I'm going to talk about that. Uh, should I get into that? You want me to get into that? All right, let's go get into that. All right, we'll do that for the people. A Florida woman arrested after seven-year-old child caused 911 to report her drug overdo- overdose. Oh, shit. Sumterville, Florida. A Florida woman was arrested on child neglect charges after overdosing in the same house as two children who could have had access to a syringe, according to the Sumter County Sheriff's Office. Candace Alderman was arrested and charged with two counts of child neglect without great bodily harm after she was found unresponsive in her bedroom by deputies on Wednesday night, according to an alpha David A seven-year-old child caught 911 to report the woman unconscious. It remains unclear if the two children at Alderman's home were her own, but she was reported as the caretaker and direct guardian of them. Deputy stated, "Whoa, looking at the picture, man, she looked fucking terrifying. Oh uh, damn, I don't, I can't look at the picture no more. She looked fucking crazy, nigga. Like you could tell that she do drugs. You could tell it's obvious. You could look at her picture and then." Her eyes are so dilated, it don't it don't even look. It looks surreal. It don't. She don't even look like a human being. She look very. Whoa. Let me tell you, man. Don't do drugs, man. If you find yourself doing drugs, go seek help, please. When deputies arrived at the home in Sumterville, the 39-year-old woman was unresponsive, snoring and not breathing normally. Deputy said she was difficult to wake up and did not become responsive until the deputy executed several sternum rubs and assisted her out of bed. When Alderman, Miss Alderman, regained consciousness, she was escorted outside to the Sumter Rescue Fire Officials who began medical treatment on her. In the bedroom, deputies found a used syringe in plain view on her nightstand, the affidavit said. A field test yielded positive for heroin. Ms. Alderman denied using heroin when deputies asked about the syringe. Deputies said the syringe was easily accessible to both children, according to the affidavit, David, adding that Alderman had left the children unsupervised with no other adults in the immediate area to watch over and care for them. She was then transported to a local hospital, but ultimately left and deputies weren't able to locate her a day later. Ms. Alderman contacted the the Sumter County Sheriff's Office and was placed under arrest. She was transported to the Sumter County Detention Center under a $4,000 bond, all right? Why... Did she contacted the Sumter County Sheriff's Office? Maybe one of the deputies had one of her personal belongings she was looking for, maybe a cell phone, something that they grabbed because they couldn't con- they couldn't locate her when they when she went to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? So one of the deputies uh, did a clever trick by grabbing one of her belongings that she probably was looking for. So she contacted the damn sheriff's office where she was placed under arrest. You see what I'm saying? They're like, yeah, we got your phone. I don't know what they grabbed of her, but it's an old trick that the deputies like to do. You know what I'm saying? Since she do a lot of drugs and her brain is fried, so it was easy to freaking trick her. You see what I'm saying? So and she probably was calling like, man, do you, y'all you got my phone? Oh, yeah. Oh, we left it in the deputy's car. Oh, you could come by and pick it up. And they're like, yeah, we right here. everything cool. My bad. We forgot to um put give the per, your personal belongings back to your own um, family members and stuff like that. You can just come on by and come pick it up. Everything straight. And she was like, okay, okay. And she went to the goddamn sheriff's office, and they don't her dumb ass up. Now she's in the goddamn detention center waiting for a goddamn arraignment or whatever. That's how it goes. This is just your man, Ben's forever thinking out loud. This is how I do things right here. I'm trying to help you think about things. And plus, looking at this woman's picture, and because she she have a photo at the Sumter County Sheriff's Office, um, she looked fucked up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Doing them drugs and messed her up. I remember, yo, yo, I remember living in Fifth Ward in Houston, Texas. Bro. I know a couple of girls, but is this is bad? This is like real bad. But I think I suppose I'm think I need to say this. Like I know a couple of females. They' young too, you know. There was this one 19 year old. She was 19. Uh, I know I know she was super young, and she started smoking crack. You know, there's really there's not much that you could do to tell a person to stop smoking crack. There's really nothing that you could do. And I'm like, but I told her straight up, I'm like, bro, you crazy. You're about to destroy yourself. You're going to kill yourself. You're about to destroy everything that you do. She ain't listen, obviously. So for like a year, she's smoking crack. Mind you, she young now. You know, you can tell a person they young. They look real young. They... Nice skin. It looked real pretty. She was a pretty girl, man. I was, I stayed in Fifth Ward for about. I stayed in Fifth Ward for a while. I stayed there for about what five years. I lived in Fifth Ward for five years, man. She smoked. She was smoking, doing no drugs for a year, man. That drug messed her whole body up. She don't look young no more. She literally aged from. She looked like she 50 or 60 years old. Her face all fucked up. I was like, God damn, bro. When I witnessed that shit. And I witnessed more people that went through the same circumstance, Same circumstances. The same way. Uh, very identical. Same shit. And I seen it again and again. And I moved out of fifth world. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna move again. But, bro. When I seen that, it disturbed me. And... And, and there's other people that was around me that witnessed the same thing. What? My dude. My people. My ladies. Y'all don't do drugs, y'all. Yo. If, you, if you see yourself hanging around with the wrong people or you see yourself doing way too much drugs, just try to get yourself some help. You know what I'm saying? If you got a private doctor, tell your private doctor what's going on with you so you know, your doctor could implement some strategies for you to get off whatever set drug. You see what I'm saying? Because, bro, I don't wish that on nobody, all right? Uh, me, I smoked a lot of weed, but I'm at least I'm trying to stop, you know? I keep myself occupied. I keep myself busy, so I don't do too much of anything negative, you know what I'm saying? Or... Uh, exercising i think exercising releases the same dopamine in your brain just like marijuana so you don't have to smoke marijuana if you want that release that energy that high all you gotta do is just work out you know what i'm saying do some cardio um do some sit-ups push-ups uh flutter kicks what else you could do um uh, I know cardio works like real good, you know, for the ladies they could play volleyball. I'm telling you, it releases the same dopamine in your head. You got like a dopamine that's in your brain when you smoke a cigarette or you roll up some weed and smoke. A dopamine is a chemical that's in your brain that get released. You know what I'm saying? When you work out in the gym, that same dopamine is being released the same way. Almost, so you don't have to do drugs. You really don't have to do it. You, know, you could live a way better life straight up, you know? So let's keep it moving on some other debauchery news. Let's see what's going on around the world, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Thinking Out Loud. Yes, sir. All right, all right, all right. Uh... I think I'm gonna have to make me a brand new platform, a brand new podcast show called, Oh Florida. Because this one right here is absurd. A Florida man breaks into a woman's house, sits on her couch and makes unusual requests. Mm Mm-hmm, Marion County, Florida. A Florida man is now behind bars after he forcibly kicked his way into a woman's home, according to the Marion County Sheriff's Office. Daryl Davidson was arrested and charged with criminal mischief after an incident that unfolded on Friday, according to an arrest affidavit. The 39-year-old man was reportedly yelling and belligerent outside a woman's home. deputy said that that's when he tried to get inside by kicking the front door when he was denied entry. On the second kick, Davidson allegedly broke the door frame and the door opened davidson entered the woman's home and sat on her couch deputy said he didn't try to commit any crimes while inside the woman said but he did ask for water and something to smoke shortly after davidson grew belligerent again and resumed yelling before leaving her house the alpha david stated it remains unclear if davidson and the woman knew each other the man was taken into custody at his home nearby. Deputy said he was... He spontaneously said he kicked the woman's door and because he was trying to warn the lady that she was in danger. That's what Davidson says. Davidson remains held at the Marion County Jail on a $1,000 bond. All right? This happened in Marion, Florida. Yes, it's it's wicked over there. I told you I need to start a podcast called Oh, Florida. Yes, because I don't know. I told you, most of these crazy-ass stories come from Florida. And and, and sometimes I'm scared to type or even go on a website. I'm scared to do it because I know I'm going to see something silly. But let's keep it moving on some more debauchery news. Yes, we're going to have to keep it moving, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going hard for some reason. I'm stressed out. So I don't want to be stressed anymore, so I want to be more occupied. So I'm going to just give you all some more stuff. At the same time, I was watching Monday Night Football. The Dallas won. they beat the Chargers. It was a very frustrating game. I didn't know who was going to win the game because it was tied up all the way to the end of the game. It was back and forth, you know what I'm saying? And goddamn Dak Prescott, he's under a lot of pressure. He makes a lot of mistakes, you know. He's good in the first quarter and the second quarter. But when the third and fourth quarter, the second half of the game continues, Dak uh, ultimately buckles. That's his thing. I'm not a Cowboy fan at all. I despise the Cowboys. I was hoping that the Chargers, I was hoping that Justin, I forgot his name, Justin, I forgot his name. Herbert, Herbert, something like that. Justin Herbert, that's the quarterback for the goddamn charges, the LA charges that used to be the San Diego charges. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they need to go back to San Diego, but whatever. That is not my fight to fight. But we're gonna keep it moving on some more debauchery news. Let's go. All right. Police video challenges Clayton County Commissioner, drugging allegations. Jonesboro, Georgia. The vice chair of Clayton County Board of Commissioners claims she was drugged while she was out at a bar. But police say there is no evidence that that ever happened. Surveillance video showed the vice chair on Friday, September 29th, apparently passed out on the ground. All right. Commissioner Felicia Franklin posted on her Facebook page. It is believed my medical professionals that I was drugged with a gamma Hydroxybitrate, better known as GHB, pill more commonly known as the date rape pill. And this incident has shaken me to my core. Morrow, police tell a different story. We have found no evidence to support that she was in fact drugged with GHB, says Sergeant Scott Stewart. Police shared surveillance and body camera footage. Video shows Miss Franklin walking along alone into the 404 Sports Bar and Grill. Police said Franklin ordered several drinks. She was alone when she went to this bar, It's called the 404 Sports Bar and Grill. I like sports bars, you know what I'm saying? I like to eat and drink. I like to drink and eat in that order. If I ain't had nothing to eat, that means I'm gonna eat first then drink and then I'm gonna eat again. But I don't like to drink no more. I just rather eat now, okay? So police shared surveillance and body camera footage. Video shows Franklin, Ms. Franklin, walking alone into the sports bar. Police say Ms. Franklin ordered several drinks. She had probably three and a half drinks up to four drinks. Then a swig of a beer, Stewart said. Investigators said they could not find any evidence of anyone tampering with her drinks but they said a tox a, they say a toxicology report found something else in her system. She refused to do a blood test, but she did have a urinalysis and it showed positive for cannabinoids. Cannabinoids, That's what I meant to say, Cannabinoids, also known as cannabis. Stewart stated video shows Franklin walking out of the bar and sitting on the bench. She was a, apparently intoxicated. Mm-hmm. She slumped off of the bench moments later. Police turned around and saw her laying on the ground, Stewart said. It was shocking. Police say the vice chair was lying in a puddle of clear liquid. The police report indicates she appeared to have urinated on herself. Emergency crews put her on the stretcher. Franklin Miss Franklin grew visibly agitated then she vomited despite their different narratives you know despite their different narratives police say there's no evidence of Miss Franklin intentionally tried to mislead them in her mind something could have happened Stewart said new sources tried to contact Miss Franklin several times regarding the incident as of Monday evening she has not responded The sports bar says posted uh, the following statement on their Facebook. They ain't had to post nothing. All they had to do was mind their business. We assure you that the safety and well-being of our patrons have always been and will continue to be our top priority. The recent police investigation was an unfortunate and unforeseen event, but we are grateful for the swift response and thorough investigation conducted by the authorities we are pleased to inform you that the matter has been resolved all right so the next clayton county board of commission nurse meeting uh is being held on tuesday at six in the afternoon 6 30 in the afternoon in jonesboro so i don't know it's just what uh stewart say uh It's just what he said, though. I'm like, despite the different narratives, police say there's no evidence Franklin intentionally tried to mislead them. In her mind, something could have happened. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that right there, you need to highlight it. Circle it up. Like, you need to put a big-ass circle and be like, yup, right there, boom. In her mind, something could have happened. All right? That's the only thing I have to say about this article right here. In her mind, something could have happened. I totally understand that. All right. Should I do another story? Let me see. Hold up, ladies and gentlemen. Let me look at some more debauchery news to see if I want to talk about something else here. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, This one is weird. Uh, Atlanta man convicted in a fatal shooting over someone uh offensive lyrics uh an atlanta man has been convicted of murder after a disagreement about a song lyrics at a gathering in 2022 avery antonio Hammond, a 39 year old and his wife held a gathering at their home in sean wayne court on february 19th in 2022 the jury heard the gathering which consisted consisted of alcohol and music production bled over into the early morning hours of the following day. At some point, Mr. Harmon reportedly began arguing with one of the guests identified as 29-year-old Lexington Cooper over some song lyrics he found very offensive. Detectives say Mr. Cooper attempted to leave the residence with his cousin, Bertie Dill. That's when Harmon and his wife followed them outside where he pulled out a gun shooting Cooper in the back multiple times according to the investigation Dill pulled out a gun from his car and returned fire Cooper ultimately died in the shootout Hammond's wife was also struck in the shoulder DeKalb County Superior Court Judge Nora Polk is expected to schedule Hammond's sentencing hearing in the coming weeks so he got convicted that is crazy Uh, Over some song lyrics. You know, Mr. Avery Antonio Harmon and his wife held a gathering at their home in Sean Wayne Court. That's some place over there in Atlanta. And February 19th of 2022, the jury heard the gathering, which consisted of alcohol and music productions. It bled over. It poured over to the early morning hours of the following day. At some point, Mr. Harmon, Reportedly began arguing with one of the guests identified as 29-year-old Lexington Cooper over song lyrics he found very offensive. Detectives say Cooper attempted to leave the residence with his cousin, Verdi Dill. That's his cousin. That's when Harmon and his wife followed them outside where he pulled out a gun. Shooting Cooper in the back multiple times, according to the investigation. Then his cousin pulled out a gun from his car and returned fire. Cooper died in the shootout, ultimately. Hammond's wife was also struck in the shoulder. All right, the DeKalb County Superior Court judge named Nora Polk is expected to schedule Mr. Hammond's sentencing hearing on the oncoming weeks. Damn. Like, wow, I don't know. But let me see if I want to do another one. No, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I want to cut this one short. Hold up. Let me see if I could do another one. Let me see. Let me see. Hold. All right. Court documents reveal new information about the murder of the six-year-old Muslim boy that happened out there in Illinois. I, I covered that one last week. The heinous murder of a six-year-old boy is making headlines all around the world as an alleged hate crime tied to the unrest in the Middle East since the attack over the weekend. The Chicago-area community has been mourning. Court documents says the 71-year-old Joseph Kazuba expressed to his wife that he wanted Hanan Shaheen and her son to move out of his residence because he believed he and his wife were in danger and that hanan was going to call her palestinian family and friends to harm the couple oh man this old guy is whoa whoa, whoa. uh this really should be a wake-up call to us all not just to be more careful with our words and actions but that we've got to find ways to come together, said State Representative Cam Buckner. Kazuba appeared before a Will County judge on Monday, now charged with first-degree murder, attempted murder, two hate crimes, and aggravated battery. When he was stabbed, his last words to his mom, Mom, I'm fine. You know what he is? Fine. He's in a better place, said Mahmoud Yassif, Yusuf, the boy's uncle. Mr. Mahmoud Youssef. Mm. Inside this plain field home on Saturday, prosecutors say the landlord stabbed six year old Wadia Al Fayoum 26 times. Police discovered the boy in his bedroom with a knife still lodged inside his stomach. The mother was stabbed more than a dozen times. Following the funeral on Monday, a grieving father addressed mourners in Arabic. Attendees were seen praying outside Bridgeview's Mosque Foundation. Leaders are continuing their call for accountability, fairness, and balance coverage. No child, no child should ever have to pay for the crimes or for the manufactured image of a criminal on the part of anybody else, said Dr. Omar Solomon. The mother was unable to attend her son's funeral. She remains in the hospital. The suspect is being held without the option of bond and is due back in court on October twentieth. A prayer vigil is scheduled for Tuesday in Plainfield at eight p.m. in support of the family. All right. Yeah, I did this one. This one was wicked. I like. I told you I ain't understand why. Why? What's the animosity? Uh, towards these two different groups of people, uh, this is wicked is it, disturbing and is extremely confusing. I don't get it, all right all right a seventy year old Joseph Kazuba expressed to his wife that he wanted Hanan Shaheen and her son to move out of his residence because he believed he and his wife were in danger and that Hanan was going to call her Palestinian family and friends to harm the couple. All right, This guy is whacked out. Well, I'm going to end this right here. I'm going to have y'all people thinking about what the hell is going on around the world. All right? in your area all the way to the goddamn south pole and the north pole but i'm gonna holler at you later with another segment hopefully tomorrow i'm gonna be i'm gonna be busy tomorrow morning so i'm i doubt that i'm gonna have anything in the morning you know if i excuse me if i can't go to sleep then i'm gonna work on another one in the early early hours in the morning but anyway this is Thinking Out Loud with your man Benz Pharrell. I'm gonna holla at you later. You already know what to do. Just follow me on the Instagram. Type in the search engine, Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You can do the same thing for TikTok where I'm most active on Box Benji. It's the night. Go and turn it up, please. The Go and turn it up, please. And Fender, Go and turn it up, please. Party nice. at the bodega, bodega.